So Vicky gave me some suggestions for um, his birthday present, and she said these three things. So I looked at Avatar. I'm like, man, these are really cool because I love Japanese art anyway. Well, then I had to go and read about every character so that I could make an informed decision. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Lynn for you. <laughs> no, that's alcoholic overthinkingness. <laughs> I guess so. Well, uh, welcome to the episode. My name is Vicky. I'm Lynn. And I'm Michelle. And we, we are telling on ourselves. Telling, telling, telling on ourselves. Telling, telling, telling on ourselves. Telling on ourselves. Telling on ourselves. Telling, 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 telling on ourselves. How long have you been waiting to do that live? A long time. I was actually practicing in the car on my way over here. Oh, I love you. What's so awesome is Slugger, well, Michelle, a.k.a. Slugger, we talk about her a lot on the podcast. She is the OG. She is the OG, original groupie. Yep. Right? Because Cindy is the number one fan. You yep. have to give her that. And Michelle, Michelle is the OG. original groupie. Yeah. I am the OG. And trust me, we so have appreciated not just your support, but your input, your advice, all the things that you've done for us yeah, in this last year. Yeah, you do all kinds of really cool posts for yeah. us, and you keep us, you keep us, you always share. Mm-hmm. She does what everybody should do, right? Share, yeah. Share. Speaking of that... If you want to share with us and help us keep sharing what we share, <laughs> we have now started this Patreon thing for real. And basically what that is, we'll have a link in the show notes, but if you can spare a dollar a month to Spare help a square. Us, spare a square. Just one. Just one. Spare a square and help us maintain this podcast because we are kind of at our limit financially in terms of maintaining it. So we're really excited. If you do the $1 donation every month, you will definitely get a beautiful shout out and you will help us support us sharing this amazing material for people in recovery or who need to or who want to or who love somebody in recovery to help understand our crazy heads. Or just, it's always just a good tool for self uh, growth, I think. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You don't have to necessarily be an alcoholic, but you know we all have our numbing agents. Yes, we do. Um, what if I wanted to give more money, Vicki? Well, if you want to give $3, we have a golden what? nugget patron. Aw. Isn't that cute? <laughs> um, so with the golden nugget, you will get exclusive content and da, 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 a telling on ourselves sticker. I can put a new sticker on my one of my cool mugs? Yes, you can. I'm, I'm the sticker whore of the three of she us. Is the, she is the queen whore. <laughs> Yes, she is. I, I take that uh, very proudly. <laughs> well, we she are excited. She totally owns it. Yeah, she owns it. I do. Um, and in addition to that, you know, we're always asking you guys to um, share either a first thought wrong or if you have uh, something else that you'd like to share with us. So what we're asking is if you have a first thought wrong, you can send it to us an email or what we'd even love more is to have you on a Zoom call during our podcast. Don't be nervous. We have this wonderful editor, TZ, who edits out all of our, trust me, all of our bloopers because we have some doozies. So there's no pressure to get things right the first time. And we really would just love to hear from all you beautiful people that are listening to us. So Mickey's nodding at me so sweetly right now, like, yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, I was thinking when you were talking about about it and how like um, our bloopers and how much gets cut out. Well, you hear what we say on there, so you can only imagine that we have bloopers on the show that we allow humans to hear. So the stuff that's not is very embarrassing. We Yeah, we have some doozies for sure. Um, In addition to that, we are always asking 
asking for topic ideas. So don't be shy. Give us a shout out. You can message us on Facebook. You can message us on Instagram. You can send us an email at tellingonourselves3 at gmail.com. Giddy up. Giddy up. So let's get started today. And Michelle is the first person that has shared her first thought wrong. Yes. And she shared it on Facebook. We'll let her tell the story and um, kind of how easy it was to share. Thanks. It was really easy to share. Um, and I thought about it immediately when it happened. It was pretty funny because I was in the process of listening to the podcast on my way to work. And um, I got a phone call from my boss. And I'm in the mortgage and real estate industry, and we do appraisals for homeowners. So we received a revision request on a report. Um, And I don't know if it was from an underwriter or a reviewer or whatever, but um, it was ridiculous. It was super dumb. And my first thought wrong was to call the chief appraiser at the mortgage company and rip him a new one about this revision and to tell the underwriters to get a freaking clue, right? So I was still driving, so I had a bit of time to step back and hit my pause button. And um, when I got to the office, I just sent in the revision and let it go without sending you know, that nasty gram email or um, letting everybody know about how frustrated and aggravated I was. So um, they... Taking that time, which I had no choice because I was in the car, and listening to the podcast really kind of helped me stay on the beam and kind of realize that no, maybe I shouldn't. You know, we, you know, it's a client, we'll just let it go. So that's it. That's good. And you know, we call it the magic of the pause. And we have learned that that's one of the tools that has been probably one of the most helpful for me is learning to pause so that I can respond instead of reacting. What a novel concept. Yeah, except I didn't do that yesterday. So Yeah, Vicki. So can, can I set this up first? Vicki and I were on the uh, phone. I was at work. She was doing whatever it was she was doing. And I assumed she probably had her um, ear pods on and I did. So we were talking. She goes, oh, wait a minute. The kids are getting ready to leave. Can you hold on? I'm like, yeah. So I don't think the people she was talking to realized she was still on the phone. That was what was going on in my head. I don't think she cared at that point. I don't point. think they cared. <laughs> so I'm, I'm privy to this as well is my whole point. <laughs> Okay, so it was quite the fun time. Um, so, so I've been, you know, we all talk about the virtual learning and the challenges we have. And uh, I have one child that is amazing and gets all her stuff done. She's self motivated, and I have another child who is wonderful in class. This is the thing. Every single teacher, we got our six-week report, every single teacher, great to have in class, has some issues getting working on time. You know, it's the same story. And um, he's getting a very, very bad grade in one of his classes, and it's simply because he's not doing the work, because he doesn't like it. And it's his best subject. So it boggles my mind. So it's already like a little in my head like how can you be so smart in math and not just not do it I don't get it so anyhow that's just being a mom and that's my stuff but uh, we have a call every couple of weeks with his counselor and with his um, study hall teacher who helps him with his work etc and um, we're on there and we get off and I'm just livid because he hasn't done any homework and he has an F what the heck he shouldn't have it. It's his best subject. So 
I'm aggravated. And and then we're having his birthday party this weekend and I need some help around the house. And I've been really trying to set some boundaries and some limitations with the kids recently. I've been doing a very good job of it. It's been working for the most part. And what happened was I'm a little anxious about getting the whole house clean for the party. And I gave them each jobs and they were supposed to do them. And they said they would. And now they're not going to be here until Saturday morning. And you know they're not going to come in time to do it. So you know what's going to happen. And I was pissed. And they called their dad on purpose to leave because they knew I was going to make them do stuff that afternoon. Yeah. So the plot. They're not stupid. The the plot thickens. So I get to the, I luckily get around the corner from the bend and I said to Lynn, I think that's my ex-husband's car in the driveway. So I like fiercely walk up the street with my panties in a bunch and I'm irritated and my ponytail is bouncing and the dog is walking next to me. And I look in the car and I'm like, Maya, why are you leaving? You guys, did you clean? Did you clean the bathroom? And she's like, no, mom, how would I have done that? And then I'm like, Paxson, did you finish your homework? I finished one. Well, you have three more. Are you going to do it at your dad's? And he's like, yeah, mom. And then I look at Mike and he's just like sitting there like, whatever. And um, I said, and you... Pointing at (laughs) ex-husband. I did. You need to stop telling him he has to do his homework so that I don't yell at you. He needs to do his homework because he needs to do his homework, and you are a parent. And he was just laughing his butt off at me. And then I started kind of chuckling to myself because I realized how ridiculous I looked and how immature I was being. Um, yeah, and it was it was first thought wrong to the max. I didn't pause. She didn't pause. And I no, let it all no out. It all hung out. Well, it was funny because we had had a conversation the previous day about her frustrations, and I said, Vicky, you know, no, I mean, they're teenagers. Of course they're assholes. I mean, that's what they do. That is their primary purpose in life is to be assholes. I said, the good news is you can control you. No, you did not say that. You said, the good news is you are the problem. <laughs> I, well, I was thinking you can control you. Like try, like try three times you said that. And I said, okay, I get it. I totally get it. And then she promptly forgot. And then I promptly forgot. And I got triggered again. And I was... Angry. And we are talking about today, the topic of today's conversation is HALT, H-A-L-T, something they talk about in recovery, they talk about it in rehab, they talk about it in reference to addiction a lot. However, before you say the definition, definition girl, I will say... (laughs) That uh, I think this applies to all humans. Absolutely. So, um, so go ahead and tell everybody what it means. Well, as you said, we do use it in recovery. So this was this cool thing that I found from a treatment center, which we will put in our show notes for the reference. Uh, halt means to stop abruptly. The acronym for halt is hungry, angry, angry, lonely, tired. For recovering addicts and alcoholics, this word is how they monitor their state of physical and mental well-being. Paying attention to whether you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired is extremely useful to make the most of, especially when you're in a new recovery. Um, And then it says, it it goes on on kind of a lot, but it says, uh, when people are drunk or high, the last thing they pay attention to is whether or not they're eating, sleeping, feeling angry, or lonely. In fact, yeah, in fact, these feelings that cause addicts and alcoholics to use most of the time is because we have those icky feelings that we don't want to feel. 
therefore, learning to take notice of their physical and mental state is how addicts learn to take care of themselves. And that's again, it's not just about addicts. It's like if you can feel your feelings, we talk about that all the time, um, then you can use that, that magic pause. Well, which is why hangry is a word mm-hmm. that everybody can relate to. Absolutely. Yeah. But There's like no rational thought in your brain when no. you get to that point of hungry. No. No, you get, oh, I get bitchy. Well, that funny commercial where the people like turn into, that is like one of the most brilliant marketing things ever. I think it's Snickers. And Snickers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they talk about, they become like these, not even an alter ego. It's just like something complete. But that's what happens to you. It's like you really lose all rational thought. It's gone. Well, I have this customer when I was working uh, in my previous job, and he was always just a hoot. So funny, says it like it is, kind of a, kind of a little bit brash. And he was telling me a story about what he says to his boss when his boss gets stressed out and his boss is like all getting his panties in a bunch and he goes to him uh can i get you a snickers (laughs) 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 yeah he's a uh, that's funny but it's so true and and for me yesterday and the angry yeah i didn't do the pause uh, I didn't check in with myself. I don't think I was hungry. I don't think I was lonely. I don't think I was tired. I was simply angry. Yeah. Because, you, well, you were festering on some irritations that you hadn't really dealt with, mm-hmm. and, and they just blew up. I mean, that and that happens to me, especially at work. Like, one little thing when I'm really busy, there's like one thing that I pick up on, and suddenly it becomes the elephant in the room where you can't see anything else except that one little irritation, and you just blow it. Well, it becomes a mountain that was a molehill. Well, do you guys have this? Tell me if you have this. So what happened to me yesterday, it was like dominoes. It was one thing started to irritate me, and then another thing, and another thing, and another thing. So it wasn't like one thing focused. I was focused on all the things that made me mad. Mm -hmm. And my explosion went like outward. It was the volcano. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It was the milkshake volcano. So, but, But I came home, and I calmed down pretty quick. Good. So thanks for helping me. Absolutely. Do you have any um, examples? Oh, yeah. Slugger? I have. Uh, <laughs> I well, actually, be, your first thought wrong was kind of a good one. Yeah. Hungry doesn't really um, get to me a whole lot. I mean, I can get hangry, um, but a lot of times I'm. it's more of either angry or tired or a mixture of both. Those are, those are my go-tos. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I will let things fester, like something that really irks me um with my husband especially is when he he constantly reminds me to do things that I know I need to do and that I don't need to be reminded of over and over and over again and I feel like he's treating me like a 16 year old um so I get aggravated (laughs) thank you because I do the same thing with my kids because they just don't do it so I'm allowed to do it with 16 year olds Absolutely. Teenagers are a whole different animal than an adult. Thank you very Um, much. (laughs) Remember, assholes. Yeah. But it will get to a point where he will do something or I will expect him to read my mind. Damn it. After 18 years of marriage and almost 20 years together, he should be able to read my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of that festering will blow up. If I don't talk about it. And it's not that big of a deal. He's just gently, you know, telling me, but it, he does it over and over and over. And I I don't think he's doing it out of um, spite or anything sure. like that. I just think he's just doing it 
And I take it as, you know, it's, you know, part of the four agreements. I take everything personally and I'm like, I need, that's when I really need to hit that pause button. Mm -hmm. And that's why I have a tattoo of a pause button on my body. It's Literally, not, she does. Yeah, and we'll I was put it say, in show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in show notes because it's such a cool idea. And I remember one of the first times I was in a meeting with you and you said that, I'm like, oh my God, that is brilliant. What a smart, fun way to remind yourself of the magic of the pause. Um, I was just thinking, and I don't know what category this fa uh, falls into, but last week I... I, I thought you were going to say, I don't know what category this fucks into. <laughs> <laughs> Falls into. Uh, falls into. Uh, <laughs> well, she really took me off the rails there. Um, so last week I had that, I think I told you all last week, I had that dermatologist appointment and I'd really downplayed it and didn't think it was a big deal. Well, throughout the week, apparently I was a bitch to work with, with the boys that helped me with uh, lunches. And they kept saying, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. What? You know, it was really... <laughs> But apparently I was nitpicking on every little thing. And it was because I had the anxiety about the appointment that I wasn't dealing with and didn't think about. So, you know, it can manifest in all kinds of crazy ways when we're not feeling our feelings and acknowledging emotions that we're having. Well, well you know what fine means, right? The yeah. acronym for fine. Will you tell us? Tell the world. Tell the world. <laughs> Effed up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Mm. So when I say I'm Fine. You know, I'm really not. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I've uh, pretty much banned that word from my um, vocabulary, from my lexicon. From your lexicon. I have. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Kind of like whatever. Donnie and I are not allowed to say whatever. Yeah. I mean, everybody arguing. has those. It's not but allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fine is usually not a good sign, especially no. from a woman that's mad. Well, you know? or just in general, when you can tell something's off yeah. and you ask them three times and every time they say fine, you know that it's anything but fine. Yeah, maybe it's Absolutely. a good time. Maybe what we could say instead, maybe this is what I'll try when it happens, if I can think about it. See, that's the problem, thinking about it in the moment. And that's why the... Uh, 12-step groups work for me because they give me examples of how to do certain things differently. But maybe it's something to say, I'm not doing very well right now, so can you give me some space? I'm, I've gotten a lot better at that. I was going to say, you've gotten really good at that. She'll, and especially, um, well, it was pre-pandemic. I mean, it's so weird how our lives have been separated now, but we would go to a meeting on Sunday morning, then come and podcast. And Vicki would, as soon as she entered, go, I'm feeling a little sensitive today, so just, you know, Bear with me. And I learned so much from just having that um, that enough of your self-awareness to kind of put that out there and go, I'm okay, so you don't have to worry about me, but I am very sensitive, so if I look like I'm about to cry, just move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not real good at that. Um, and it's, I should be better at identifying feelings, I feel like, at five years, but I am not good at identifying, you know, what that actual feeling is. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, for me, it's usually just give me some space, let me do me, um, and then I'll get back to you, you know, because I really have to kind of process it and think about it still to this day, um, but... That's just the way it is. This was uh, not too long ago, actually. It was in the summer. Michelle, you were talking at a meeting one day, and you said, because you and I, I think, are very similar in our lives and the choices that we make. We're both extremely... Yeah, you keep yourselves busy. Very like busy. crazy. Extremely. And, and I can only see it because I've done it. I'm yeah. on the, I'm, I still do it, but I'm on the side of 
stepping back from that, right? Which I step in, step out, you know, dips a toe. Yeah. But at a meeting one night, you said I found out, I figured out that I numb myself with busy, and that was like the biggest neon sign I've ever gotten in my life. I'm like, oh my god, that's what I've been doing for two years. I've been numbing myself with busy. I do. So I don't have to feel the feelings, figure out because when you have those feelings, it, where is it mentally? Where is it physically? And I've been working on this new meditation thing that I've uh, been doing, and in stress, they are asking you when you're being quiet and you're really being in yourself, where are you feeling stress in your body? And just taking that moment to acknowledge that has been huge. And when I heard you say that, I'm not kidding. It was like the biggest light bulb I've had. One of the biggest light bulbs I've had since I've started recovery. And it was such a big deal for me to pause and and think about when I'm starting to get all angsty and anxious and I want to do something, stop it. Yeah. And I, I can do that. And I... There are times when the busy is not optional. I have to get these things done, and I have yeah. to do this, and I have to do that. And um, this same week, here. <laughs> this week was a total. You know, that was like it was a must. I had to do what I had to do this week. And but I also know that when I get there, whether if I'm numbing out, and or if it's just that's just my life today. Um, I need to step back and get back to the basics and get back to, you know, taking a minute to read something or taking a minute to say, God, let me, you know, can you please just take all this stress? Um, I just kind of have to take a step back from it. But when I'm in it, sometimes I don't realize that. And I need to be told by my sponsor, by one of you guys, by, Mm -hmm. you know, what can you let go and you know my sponsor is really good at spotting that, so she will call she knows me out you very on well. my shit. Yeah. And um, thank goodness, yeah, right. I need a sponsor that calls me out on my shit. I here, really, same really here. do. So, um, and I have you guys to do that too. So, yeah, it's it's definitely another manifestation of my alcoholism. Yeah, for sure. Well, I have to make an amends with you both right now. I'm I'm, I'm making an amends on a podcast um, for really kind of sometimes giving you unsolicited advice about your busyness. And it's only because I love you and I see it and I care, but I definitely do that. And I just realized it as I see you both here. <laughs> like I see myself in you guys. Yeah. I see myself and I'm like, re- truly ready to cry right now because it's um, it's so hard to get out of that. And when you talk about all these responsibilities we have, because we do have a lot of responsibilities the problem with me and what I do and what I did and what I'm trying to do less of is I add more. I say yes too much. And what happens is is that that puts me in a place. And, and sometimes I'm saying yes because I want to do it. Most of the time it's because I want to do it today. It's not because I'm being codependent as much as mm-hmm. it used to be. It used to be I was doing whatever you asked me to because I wanted you to love me or like me. Today it's because I really want to do it. But the problem is... If we're drained and we're anchored down by too much stuff, we can't be there in in our technicolor selves, right? We can't right. be there. We do need that quiet time. We do need that pause. And when I see you guys, because it's easier to see from the outside looking in, oh, I yeah. see you guys ready to fall off the ledge. Like, not relapse, but like just really just exhausted it's the emotional. and losing yeah. it. And I can, I can see it because... 
I've had it. So I apologize for unsolicited advice, but I will say this. If you ever need to talk about it and work through it, I have very, 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 very many examples. <laughs> Of how to get through it. <laughs> Thank you. And I tell you, Vicki, sometimes when I'm, and I call it when I start spinning, I think you say the same thing, and it's, you call it the plates in the air. Spinning plate. Yeah. Yep. And and me, it's that hamster wheel that's spinning so fast, you can't even see the little hamster anymore because it's just spinning. Um, and I know the feeling now when I'm getting, and I'm not to the edge yet, but I'm getting real close to that edge. And that's usually when I talk to you, Vicki, and, and you can kind of help reel me in. I also do that with my sponsor. She helps me. And actually the reason I even found this new sponsor is because I felt it happening this summer. I had gotten kind of disengaged from the program because of the pandemic and I wasn't doing meetings and I was taking on all this new stuff and saying yes to way too many things. And I was spinning, like seriously spinning. And I was scared, like real scared. And I told her, I said, you know, I don't think I'm going to drink because of this, but I don't know what might happen. And that's what we talk about. You know, it doesn't have to be drinking or using. It can be shopping. It can be sex. It can be gambling or, you know, being on social media. I mean, there's so many things that you can do that take away your serenity and your peace. Yeah. The spinning plates, I, um, a sponsor told me that at one point in my recovery and, what happens with me when those plates are spinning in the air and I'm adding more plates and I'm adding more plates, it just takes one. It just takes one to topple and the whole mess comes crashing down and that's when I get stuck in that deep, deep anxiety where I just want to pull the covers over my head and say, nope, I'm done. Yeah. You guys do it, (laughs) I'm out. You know, and that's when I want to check out. And that's when I used to drink. You know, that was a big part of it and... So I have to be really, really aware and really, really careful um, about getting stuck in that busy. Because mm-hmm. when I'm in the busy, I don't recognize hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Yes. That's part of why we do the busy. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like People like us that are energetic and, and like to move. Because I think there's a physical thing with all three of us. Yeah. There's a, we like to be, we're busy bodies. We're active. Yeah. Yeah. And um and, and there's something about just doing. And and actually this was a early, early on in recovery, this was a strategy for me is to get busy doing stuff so I didn't have to deal with some of the drama that was going on around me, right? It was a mm-hmm. strategy. But of course, the little alcoholic that I am, I took it to the extreme. Of and course. I always take things to the extreme. But I heard you say something, Michelle, that I wanna kind of come back to. And I kind of, you know, we're getting um I would like to get into the solution of hungry and gloomy mm-hmm. tired a little because I, I wrote down some things that I think are valuable as I heard us talking about this. But um, back to the basics. You know, when, once Huge. we do figure it out, once we do like put our... Put the put the cups in the cupboard and see our pause button on our wrist. Then we're like, oh shit, right? But then what do we do? We go back to the basics. We read the literature. We pray and ask for help to get out of this this whatever we're in. And we call our sponsor. We talk to one of our friends. I mean, those are that is step ten right there. You know, and, and a lot of this early on when we were talking, some of the notes I took were. Um, 10th and 11th step are so important. I wouldn't have done that yesterday if I had done my 10th and 11th step. Well, if I had done my my inventory the night before, also if I had done the 10th step when I was getting irritated with my kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's just, it's so interesting how you can always bring these steps into your life and weave in these tools to make yourself 
get off that train track of crazy. So um, I'm just going to say some of the things that that I can do that I like to do mm-hmm. when this is happening. Um, one of them, it, I don't like to do it. I used to love to do it. I have this issue with journaling these days. But when I journal, it comes out true. Tremendous help. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, feelings wheel is something I've discovered again. You know, uh, Mama Donna gave us all feelings wheel one day yeah. in a meeting. I, I have trouble identifying my feelings, and I wonder if this is something about the similarities, but I have trouble identifying, and I think I've said this on the podcast, how my sponsor challenges me. Awkward is not a feeling. Uncomfortable, okay, but what's underneath? Like when I say, it was weird. Weird is not a feeling, Vicky. What was under, <laughs> what was weird? What were you feeling about the weird? You know, I, I hide behind these little... I don't know, go-tos of uncomfortableness and, and really getting down to... So, so I've, I've reinitiated the feelings wheel into my life. And then um, I just wanted to say that uh, I'll, I'll be on my little soapbox about the glorification of busy, right? Yeah. Um, and I think this whole situation that's happening with the uh, shutdown and then the easing back into life that we're going through, uh, I think it's... An, it's crazy because we're all doing it together, right? We're all going through, I mean, lonely, tired, angry, I can't go do what I want to do. Hungry, we're probably all eating enough. But <laughs> there's another H, which than. one of my good friends, Glasses, always talks about. She says hormonal, you know, for women, mm-hmm. a lot, hormonal. And, um, and so I just think that when we go back to the basics and when I use some of these tools that have been given to me throughout my recovery, when when I start to spin, so my spinning thing isn't a spinning top, it isn't plates, it's the it's the girl in the um the tutu. The tutu. It's Aww. the girl in the little um ballet it was a jewelry box that yep. I had when I was a child and you turned on the bottom, there was like a little twisty thing, and it played pretty music, and she was twirling so gracefully. And she was perfect. She was adorable. Um, but I always picture <laughs> I always picture <laughs> me in the jewelry box with my tutu, like my 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 little panties are showing because my tutu's all out of place. I've got my hair is in a messy bun and it's like coming out as I spin. My makeup is running because I'm crying. You know, that's that's my spinning analogy. It's not a hamster, it's it. not a plate. It's the little I love that. it's the messy ballerina. She's just hot mess. Bless dress. her heart. Bless her heart. Well you know what I am well I, I talked about this before, so I've been serious about the meditation uh, practice, and I've been using this app called Ten Percent Happier, which has been life changing. Dan Harris, uh huh, awesome, and yeah, God, I love it. So this last uh, week was stress, and the, the lady that was doing it, her name is Seven A, and she's amazing. She was talking about um, finding the physical manifestation of your stress. So it's getting me in touch with my body, and it's funny because the last few weeks, in addition to my regular job, I'm a private chef for some people, and of course, it always happens when I'm really busy at my regular work and then they want all this extra stuff and I want to do it because I need the money and it's great opportunity and blah, 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 blah. But there's only so many hours in the day. And let's be honest, I'm 52. I get tired a lot more easily than I did 10 years ago. So I have to be aware of that. And what I discovered at work this past weekend, because I work on Saturdays and Sundays and it's wonderful because I'm there by myself. I can play music loud. I can do my thing. And at my work, we have it's a community center. So we have this one really big, great room. And when my head starts spinning and I'm doing my to-do list in my head, I stop, I take a break, and I do laps around the building. And it 
is amazing how much that has changed my peace of mind. I mean, amazing. So I think my two biggest solutions have been uh, the meditation. So what I do also, if I have a long day, because there was one night I worked until like 930. So that was, you know, a 14-hour day. Again, my age, not as easy as it used to be. And I came home that night and I took a shower and I got in bed and I did a quick meditation. And then I did the 10th and 11th step just to make sure that my side of the street was clear if there was anything I needed to deal with. And then I was able to like go to bed and relax and feel so peaceful. So it's amazing how much this has transformed my life. And it's what, how many minutes a day do you do it? Uh, 15 to 20. Exactly. Yeah. It's 15 to 20 minutes of your life. It's you sitting on the toilet, playing a video game, letting your feet fall asleep. You can meditate instead. Uh Uh-huh. It, it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the journaling thing, I still struggle with Vicky. But I was reading something the other day because I've always been very resistant because I'm a perfectionist, which is not a good thing. When you link it to shame, which is what I figured out I was doing. If I couldn't do things perfectly, Ooh. then I wasn't good enough, and I didn't need to. So journaling became like the shame based thing. So what I love to do is make lists. So that's what my journaling is now. Let's Sometimes see. it's just a stream of consciousness with words. Sometimes I make lists, but I get some stuff out of my head onto paper. Right, pen and paper. Mm -hmm. Um, I will tell you, and you, I will offer this up. Both of us. Uh, I do, you know, with my life coaching stuff, I do energy work, and there's this practice about going into your body and clearing, you know, negative energy, but also finding in your body where you're stuck, where that feeling is stuck, and then you talk about it, and and it's a, it could be a 15 to a 30 minute process, but I will do that for you girls free, if you ever need it, okay? And we can do it at home, so you could be in your room I can be here and we can do it that way I love it yeah I with um when I get in that spot um it's not only going back to basics but um I'm also resistant to journaling and I don't know why that is um because I will suggest it to my sponsee she was having trouble sleeping the other week and I'm like okay whatever's spinning write it down download it let it go go to sleep, and it Ooh, worked like for that. her. Download it, let Download it, it, let it Download go. it. Add a girl, that's a good one. And, um, but I don't, you know, I don't follow my own advice. <laughs> of course um, we don't. <laughs> you know, and I had a French teacher when I was in high school that told me um, that there was a nerve that went from your index finger to your brain, and the more you wrote something, the more you remembered it. Um, And I have found with journaling especially that it also works the opposite direction. If I've got something spinning in my head and I just start free writing about, and it could be nonsense, um, and then I look at it the next day and it typically it is nonsense. It's so dumb. But well, usually what we're mad about is yeah. yeah, it's just it's dumb. And but if there's (laughs) other things, you know, that aren't so dumb, I know that I need to talk to my sponsor about them, but it does work. It downloads all of that that angst and all of that information and it downloads it to paper. And if I need, you know, if you need a physical thing, um, I was told, you know, you take that piece of paper or whatever you're worried about or whatever, and you put it in a God box and you give it to God or your higher power or the universe or whatever. And that physical action allows you to just let go. Let it go. Yeah. And, you know, some of us need a physical action. I can't just say, okay, God, take it. And ex- I, for whatever reason, I'm like, is he going to take it or is he going to give it back to me and say, nope, you deal with it. Um, but doing that physical action is definitely helpful. And again, it's something that I've been told to do that I have told others to do, but I don't necessarily always do it. So, um, 
you know, that's what I'm taking away from this mm-hmm. is just, you know, get back to those basics and, you know, walk the walk, not just talk the talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a couple things to say about that. Um, two things, change a thought, move a muscle. Change yep. a thought, move a muscle. It's a Tony Robbins thing. It's a sponsor always tells me mm-hmm. it's, it's a thing. Once you, which is why yesterday I went on a walk to feel better and you know what anyways and then the other thing that I was thinking about when you were talking talking to you through you you know HP is talking to us when we're talking to our sponsees that's why this guy uh, Bill C gave this talk that blew my mind and one of the things he said about the 12 steps a lot of people say um, to keep it you got to give it away Mm -hmm. and he said to get it you got to give it away to get it yeah you got to give it away to get it. That's where the magic happens mm-hmm. when you're working with another person and helping them grow and discover and learn and practice these things that we need to. But see, here you are doing service, being on our podcast, and you're hearing what you need to hear. Download Absolutely. it and let it go for right. yourself. So it's that's the magic. This is the magic of the program. It in is. My eyes. And, you know, um, we've talked about before our logo, the neon sign. That's how I was best able to express in the beginning when I first started going to meetings and listening. They say you spot it if you got it. And the things that I needed to hear was literally my visualization was a neon sign. And I tell you what, let it go is a very popular player in my neon sign oh, rotation. Absolutely. <laughs> let absolutely. it go, that's what it says to me. Yeah. Mine is like, really? Still there? <laughs> yeah. My higher power is like, um, are you going to give it to me or are you just going to sit and spin in it for we a minute? We need to do this dance you know, a little I, longer. You know, I, it, a lot of times I imagine my higher power like with his arms crossed and tapping his foot like, okay, I'm right here. You know, when are you going to give anywhere. it up? Not going yeah, anywhere. Exactly. Um, are golden we good? nuggets? Yeah, golden nuggets. And, and then, then the questions. questions. I have two, two. Okay. Two, two. <laughs> uh, Michelle, you talked about identifying your feelings so you can reel it in and then you can step back. You know, what we talk about, um, just the um, back to basics. And I love the physical action to letting it go because I'm all about actions. I can say I'm letting it go and I can say I'm surrendering till I'm blue in the face and until I actually have an action to work through it, then then I can surrender, then I can let it go. So I love that. Um, I have a couple. Um, One is um, saying yes too often, but because I want to do it, not because I'm being codependent about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I need to watch that. That is something I definitely need to watch for in myself because I'm so good at it. And um, Vicky, what you always say, you know, have a thought, move a muscle, have a feeling, move a muscle. And, um, and that helps. It's very helpful. And, you know, just being reminded of that. Um, I know you say it all the time. I hear it all the time. Do I do it all the time? No. no. <laughs> Me either. None of us do. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. I belong here. So um, those were the two. And the talking to you through you. I love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. so true because we, I mean, I don't think there's coincidences and I don't think people come into our lives that we work with or that, for example, our sponsors come into our lives because we need specifically need them. 
their their person, right? Their energy, whatever they speak what they is our language. Yeah. Same thing with us. We need when we get a sponsee or whoever that comes into our life at a meeting that's struggling with something that we've been struggling with. There is something about that that we need to discover or something that we've already learned that we can share. There's something energetically that happens Mm -hmm. that's so important. And I think when we listen to what we're saying, and like you said, walk the walk, talk the talk, do them both, it's so important. And my golden nuggets, I mean, there's so many, so many. But what you were saying when you get upset, you identify your feelings, Michelle, and then give me space and let me do me. Let me do me. And that really is about coming back inside and kind of meditating. And whether you're meditating sitting on a stupid little cushion with your fingers in mudras or you're doing the dishes or taking a walk, it doesn't matter. It's taking that time to go inside and and hear what is really happening. You know, and that's why the 11th step is so important too. And then um, there was this, this idea of the journaling perfection and linking it to shame, I never really identified that. So thank mm-hmm. you for opening. At least you're opening up different reasons why I might not be right, journaling. Right. I don't know if it's totally connected to shame, but there's something there. So thank you. And um, download it to let it go is by far my Brilliant. favorite. I saved, I saved that for you. I <laughs> yeah. was going to, I'm like, no, Vicky, because your eyes, seriously, her eyes got so wide and they were like sparkling like. Well, I've never heard that before. Me either. And I time. love it. I love it so much. I heard it somewhere and I, um, you know, I use it all the time. And I've even told my brother because he was, um, he's been having, you know, trouble sleeping. And I told him, and it's all about, you know, he's he bought a house a year ago, so he's a new homeowner, and he's trying, you know, he's seeing all these things because they're watching the DIY network, and... <laughs> <laughs> we all have too much time right? on So he is, you know, his head is spinning, and I'm like, okay, well, get a notebook and write it down, you know, and just download it and see if it works. And um, I haven't heard if he's done that, but... It would be interesting to find out if he's done that. That's this cute. Week. That's so cool. Okay, so we're doing something new today. Yeah. You want to explain? Um, we decided. Well, we talked about this. You know, how can we add some consistent things on that the are road kind of, trip? Yes, on the road. Sorry, on the road trip, we were talking about how can we add some consistent things for every podcast that's still unique. And I think that it's really cool if we can learn a little bit about our guest. So whenever we have a guest on here, we're going to ask some rapid fire questions. So Michelle, all we ask of you is that you respond with what pops in your head. There's no judgment, of course. This is judgment free zone, and just don't take too long to respond. Just whatever pops. You go first because I have several questions. Okay. So if you have one, actually, mine is lighter. Yours is more serious. Okay, so you go first. I like serious. Seriously, I'm like having like testings. Right <laughs> Good. Okay. Good. What day of the week was it when you first went, walked into Alexian Brothers for your meeting? Saturday. Saturday. Okay. What is your sobriety date? May 21st, 2015. Okay. What is your favorite AA one liner? Uh, one day at a time. And what is the best gift of the program? Fellowship. What is your favorite curse word? You can say it. It's explicit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and what's your favorite food? 
Oh, there are so many, but just first thing that pops in, Okay, first thing that pops in your head. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much. What a oh, great episode. Thank you. Yeah, this was a blast. This was very energizing yeah. to me. I needed this. Oh, I needed this too. Yeah. I am like all energetic <laughs> for me to go back home and work. Oh, well, you, we got that dopamine going in our brain, yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there's sure. magic. There's magic in this this work. And I hope that this has helped you guys as much as it helped us because it is um I'm just super grateful that I'm not living in that mm-hmm. that prison of my hungry, angry, lonely, right. tired every single minute of every single day, like I was before I got sober. And speaking of which, um, TZ, I'm going to get permission first if I can't do this, but I would like to dedicate this episode to a lady that I work with. She lost her sister to the disease this weekend. So it's real. It doesn't go away. You really the disease of alcoholism. Correct, correct? yeah. Um, it doesn't go away. Um, you have two choices. You either stop drinking or you die. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's real. So um, we love you and we're with you. And I'm so glad that I know you and you're in my life. And we have been putting the links to meetings in the show notes and on our page. So if you need a meeting, if you've never been, there's a ton of them that you can go to. Please try it out. You don't have to talk. You just simply be open and listen to the similarities because if you're not sure if you are, it's okay to just go. No one is going to judge you. So um, so everybody be good to yourself. Be good to others. Wash your hands. And stomp your feet. And wear your mask. Okay. Good. Tribe out. Tribe out. Tribe out. We here at Telling On Ourselves, thank you so much for listening. Please, if you like what you heard, rate, review, subscribe, all those things. We're on social media all over the place, at Telling On Ourselves. Can't wait to hear. Bye-bye.